Welcome to the Preacher's Corner, brought to you by In-House Productions with your hosts, Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. Listen to this podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify, and you can find us at our website at thepreacherscorner.net, on Facebook at The Preacher's Corner, and IG at the.preacherscorner. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Preacher's Corner. I am Pastor JT. This is Lady Fanita. Ladies and gentlemen, in the building, and we have an uh, extraordinary YouTuber. Uh, my God, I don't even know where all to start to describe all of the things that Sam does. <laughs> so, my brother, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Preacher's Corner. We have Sam Hint of none other than the viral hip hop news. Yeah. You've seen it all over YouTube, all of the the, the extraordinary interviews from, from A to Z. He's, he's done talk to him. So welcome to the Preacher's Corner, man. Humble and very, very, thank you. Very humble and happy to be here. Appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you so much. Man, appreciate you following through, man. As we was talking about uh, before coming on, you do so much things, man. So many things, so many things, so much knowledge, man. And I'm just appreciative of you accepting the invitation to come on and share, share whatever it is that you want to share with us. Uh, there's so many different lanes that avenues that you can take it to the karate, uh, self help, you can take it to. Uh, YouTube or This man is a walking wealth of wisdom and knowledge. So I'm blessed to have you here with us. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Like, again, I want to say thank you. I appreciate you, Pastor JT, and you, Miss Lady Fanita, for having me on your beautiful program this afternoon. I'm, I'm honored to be able to fellowship with you, Pastor JT. Um, pretty much week on, on a daily every week on our on our great networking um clubhouse platform that we have and we're able to share together and i'm just honored to be here to just give you a little bit about myself my name is sam i'm a content creator i started content creating probably in 2017 and that came off the motivation of my singing career i started in in singing at a very young age, I was singing in church. I was singing in various um, places throughout school and had a group in high school and, and was definitely into the R&B and the music game. And that kind of propelled me and, and gave me the motivation to step into the podcast game that was um, early in developing at the time when I started. See, I was always kind of blessed to use my voice as a weapon. I was always told as a child, uh, my family was really into church and I used to always hear as a kid, well, baby, you marked, you, you marked by God. And they used to scare the mess out of me because I was just like, look, I'm just trying to get through the fifth grade. I don't want no markings or nothing like that. Just let me get through the day. You trying to put marks on me. I ain't know what that meant. But as I, as I grew older and I understood what, what God really put me here to do, I really found that my voice was the tool to not only articulate my feelings, but communicate in a way that people can understand. So just to ask us a little bit about myself, I'm a, I'm a, just a humble human being. I'm a father of two. I'm a husband. And I just try to work hard and provide the right example for my kids every day. Man, I, I looked at some of your stuff. I was just blown away. Because, you know, when you hear viral hip hop news, you thinking, oh, what's going on? What is he capturing? But what got you into the viral hip hop news part of it? Great question. So the, my, my, my partner and I 
please started the YouTube platform. Or let me let me run it back with my partner, who you guys see me do the podcast with, is actually my cousin. It's my family. He's my younger cousin. So um, throughout our lives, he's watched me perform on stage. He's watched me sing in front of audiences. He's typically I was the one that was out in the front and and doing the things out in public. Well. He started his platform probably in about 2016. He started a platform called Hip Hop News Uncensored. And at that time, I got to see my cousin kind of shine and come out of his shell because he was typically the quiet one and the one that really didn't talk. And now I'm watching him on YouTube blowing up and doing his thing using his voice. So like I said earlier, I was, I'm in the music game. And through, um, during that time, around 2016, I was signed to a record label called Rock Boy Records with my R&B group. And I was putting a lot of effort into it. I was giving my all into it because I was a father of two. I had spent some time in California doing the music thing. It didn't work out. I had came home back to New Jersey and I was just trying to find a way. And throughout my time in the music business, I realized that the music business itself was something that I really did not identify with. I did not like the business aspect of the business um, that I was currently in. So I was watching my cousin and he was doing this thing. And he said, hey, why don't you let me interview? You know what I mean? You're doing the music. I can sit back and kind of go behind the scenes. You like to talk. Let me interview you about some topics and things on my platform. Let's see where it goes. I said, all right, no problem. So he started interviewing me about my music, about various hip hop topics, and it began to gain a buzz. People started really resonating with what I was saying. So I remember, I'll, I'll never forget it. We were sitting in the back of my dirty backyard at the time. <laughs> And uh, we were talking together and he said that he said something about this is a viral revolution. I was like, ooh, viral revolution. I like that. Why don't we start a podcast called Viral Hip Hop Revolution? He's like, I like that idea. So I was I set up the YouTube platform, Viral Hip Hop Revolution. I set up the email. I was all excited because this is going to be like my first time getting into the YouTube game. And my cousin's platform got hacked. It got hacked to where he lost his monetization. He didn't have access to his page. He was at about 88,000 subscribers at the time. And it just shut off like that. So his mind and his focus went strictly to regaining his channel back because at that time he quit his job. YouTube was his primary folk of primary means of income. So that just kind of threw him through a loop. So I was like, okay, while he's dealing with this, I can't just sit here with this viral hip hop revolution. What do I do with it? You know, I didn't want to just leave it to sit back and go to waste. So I said, you know what? While he's getting his stuff together, let me start putting up content on this channel just so we can start gaining some steam while waiting for him to come back and get his stuff together so started dropping videos on viral hip-hop revolution and i was going crazy now you know i was putting up 10 15 videos a day just about random stuff just running my mouth not getting any views getting 10 15 views a pop but just continuing to be consistent and viral hip-hop revolution blossomed into Hey, why don't you? Why don't we do this as a podcast? To, yo, that's your channel right there. That that that's the John right there. You have your own voice, and we're on to something. How about I have Hip Hop News Uncensored. You have Viral Hip Hop Revolution. Now we have two platforms that we can distribute our content on. I said, okay, great. And then he hit me and was like, you know what? Instead of Revolution, why don't you just drop news? I don't. You guys ever? Did you remember that that, that movie um, with Facebook when Mark Zuckerberg he was talking to the guy on um I guess it was the NAFTA dude. He said. Just call it Facebook. Don't call it the Facebook. Just call it and it changed his life. That was kind of the conversation my cousin and I had. He was like, eh, skip revolution and just put news in there. I said, you know what? You're right. And that that really resonated with me as well because like I said, that was my cousin. He was younger than me. He always looked up to me. But in that moment in time, I had to humble myself and knowing there were some things about this game that I did not know that my younger cousin could teach me. Let me shut up, let me sit back, and let me listen 
and learn. And, and throughout our journey, I've been sitting back listening and learning. And it, it, it took me to 270 some thousand subscribers and the interviews that you've seen. And now together with three platforms, well over a million subscribers. And we haven't looked back. And that platform, that podcast that we eventually wanted to start had even more steam because now we had two strong platforms to back the podcast itself. So everything worked out. It was it was definitely an accident, but it was a beautiful mistake for sure. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Collectively over our three platforms. I have, I believe I have like 268,000. My cousin has 800,000. And do we have a third platform together that we have a little under 80,000? And do we have a sports platform that has 4,000 subscribers? So give or take about a million subscribers over our four platforms collectively. Goodness. What's up? Humble. So humble. Doing your thing. Doing your thing. Uh, for people that don't know who you are, haven't been to your platform, give us a, a list of some of the interviews that you uh, have, have done with less to do. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So some of the ones that stick out is um, Joseph Marcel, who played Jeffrey Butler on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. We interviewed Garrett Garrett Morris, who played Stan on, on Martin, as well as other number of shows that I was too, too young to even remember. But he's been in the game for years. Um, Lisa Ray. We've interviewed uh, Jay Prince. We've interviewed Mark Cuban. We've interviewed Dame Dash. We've interviewed Starletta Dupois. Um, and this is just names that are flying off my head at the time. Um, a number of comedians, Godfrey, Lunell. Um, um, we interviewed Jay Anthony Brown. Uh, and I'm sorry, just things that are flying off my head at the time. We've interviewed uh, Metal World Peace. We just interviewed, recently just got off the interview yesterday with Cowboy, who was Nipsey's right-hand man and actually the gentleman who was with him at the time of his death, who's currently testifying in trial for that murder. We got to speak to him yesterday. That was a very powerful interview. So we've interviewed a ton of people and been so blessed to interview these people. Sometimes my cousin and I stare across from each other as these people are talking like, how in the world did we get to sit here in front of this person creating history right in front of our eyes. This is absolutely amazing. And I, I just I just give it all to God for sure. That's wow. good stuff, man. That is good stuff. I saw one on your uh platform that was very interesting. And uh I, I believe you have to be a member to see it. And that was one that uh about Snoop Dogg. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how far you can go into that, but just give us the surface where they can go and, and, and check it out and become a member. Absolutely. First off, thank you for being a, a channel member because you have to put coin to that per month. And if you're investing your time into me, I sincerely appreciate that. And I hope I'm giving that back to you in return. But the story about Snoop was funny because in this game, you get to see how real it is and how unauthentic it really is and throughout our time we've got the pleasure of interviewing a lot of people some of those people don't mind doing interviews for free some of the people you have to invest in you know and in this business it definitely is without question an investment so we reach out to anybody who's anybody to see if they'll come on a platform and then whatever answer they give us we take it so we we reached out to snoop and we've been reaching out to snoop for years but we finally get a response and he's like oh thank you for reach or his management thank you so much for gracefully reaching out we appreciate your inquiry and your interest in having Snoop on the platform. It'll be a one-time fee of forty thousand dollars. Like for what? We're like for what? To talk to him on Streamyard is forty thousand dollars. We're not even asking the brother to come in studio to to, to talk on a Streamyard is forty thousand dollars. And we were wow. just like, my goodness. 
this dude's out here trying to rob people. But you look at it, and that Snoop Dogg's going great for interviews. That Snoop Dogg's going great for for uh, for shows. So if he set himself up and created his brand strong enough to ask for that price, and he's getting it, all respect in the world. He just wouldn't getting it here because anybody had forty thousand dollars to be giving him like that. Not with all these bills I got going on right now. But it was I, we were honored and humbled to even hear from him, knowing that okay, we have people's attention. They are interested. If we have the price for them, then they they'll come on the show and do their thing. And Snoop's not the only one. It, it's happened so many different times. Wow! Oh my wow. goodness! Forty thousand. He wasn't even performing or nothing. No, we wouldn't even ask the brother to come inside. He could have sat on his phone like we're doing right now, and just had a right. conversation. But forty thousand wow. him on Streamyards. Just in case y'all wondering how to get Snoop on, grab forty k and y'all got it. Okay. Oh hey. my goodness! Wow. Goodness. This is this is awesome, man. We are sitting here with Sam and Viral Hip Hop News, Pastor JT, Lady Fanita on the Preacher's Corner. He is telling us all the behind the scenes of all of the the guests that he's had on, and and I want to touch in on the uh, the 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 part of. I heard you giving your testimony about the beginning stages of the platform of, of the struggles and everything that you had to go through yourself. I heard you mentioned your cousin going through it, but you also went through it yourself as well. Absolutely. So my first year into creating Vile Hip Hop News, I had a, a tremendous amount of success. Like I said, I was dropping 10 to 15 videos a day. And once YouTube's algorithm started recognizing Vile Hip Hop News, as a platform that they wanted to share content, I, I gained a tremendous amount of success. I went from zero subscribers to 125,000 subscribers in less than a year. So with that kind of steam and, and watching my cousin's momentum and kind of motivating him to get out of his nine to five and really take this on full time, I, I found myself in a position where I could do the same. I was working in a nightclub in Atlantic City. So I'm from South Jersey area and I did um, nightclub security. I was the head of nightclub security. I would escort the different celebrities that were in coming in my, my casino at the time. I would escort them around and be their liaison slash security for the night. So it was an okay job, but it wasn't the job that I knew I was gonna sit in for the rest of my life. It wasn't my calling. So when I finally had the opportunity to kind of fall into my calling and do what I love to do and get paid for it. I said, you know what, bye. Enough of this job. I'm out of here. We're going we gonna to hit this full time, hit it full speed ahead. So like I said, the first six months were absolutely amazing. I, I made more money than I've ever made in my entire life. I was making more in a month than I had in a year at that job. And like I said, it was just, it was full speed. But what I did not know and did not realize is nothing is forever and nothing is guaranteed. So I got a, a, a email June 11th, 2019. I was about to pick my son up from school and I get an email saying that YouTube was no longer monetizing my content. They shut it off. And they said, you will no longer get paid for your videos. So like I said, I just I just quit my job. At the time, I just moved from that dirty backyard I was telling y'all about a little earlier into a way cleaner backyard. I just bought a house. I was putting my family in position just to, to live in a better situation. And now I have zero income coming in because the one main bread and butter that I had just got completely destroyed. So I was like, okay, I've gotten a panic mode. I was nervous. I was like, what do I do? Because now uh, my lifestyle was kind of equivalent to the money that I was making, not the money that I had made. I, I rushed into things and I made that mistake. But at the same time, I was now invested. What was I going to do? The podcast was starting to gain steam. People were were, were really receiving it and, and really giving it a tremendous amount of attention. I could not just run away from it 
or run back to the job and now take all of the steam that we were creating and just and just throw it away. So I really made a conscious decision and going, you know what? You always hear the cliche, if you love it enough, you'll do it for free. Well, I got put with that test. If I loved it enough, I had to do it for free. So for six months, I get up every day and we'd go to the studio and we'd do our thing and I'd keep a smile on my face knowing that bills were late and things were, were, were really getting kind of crazy. And I just had to kind of stay the course and stay focused and stay determined and keep the faith most importantly that I was doing this for a reason, that this wasn't a roadblock, that this was the test. This was a hurdle that I had to cross over and get over in order to achieve my ultimate goal, which was what I'm doing right now. So like I said, for six months, I was not getting paid. I had my mother who I was who was relying on me, asking me when I was gonna get back to work, how I was gonna pay this, how I was gonna pay that. My wife, who is a tremendous human being, a tremendous woman, stuck by me every step of the way and had faith in her man, knowing that I was gonna take care of business because she knew what kind of man I was. So she never wavered, she never questioned, and that was a tremendous help for me, knowing that I had that 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 backing and knowing I was doing the right thing and just keep the faith and just keep the course and just make sure that you maintain a level of, of, of positivity, knowing that everything will work itself out. So right before Christmas, two weeks before Christmas of 2019, I got the call that my page was again monetized and it was full speed ahead. Now, throughout that time, I had no idea, no reasoning as to why they demonetized me. I did not know. To this day, I still don't know. Um, as far as YouTube was concerned at that time, there was no real arbitration to even kind of vet your your um, your discrepancies to YouTube, whether or not they made a mistake. It was what they said is what went and that was it. So I, I really was just I, like I said, I, during that time, I was tremendously tested. My faith was tested like never before, but I'm glad I stuck to it. I'm glad I, I kept to my guns and, and stuck to my faith. And we're sitting here and I'm doing interviews now because of it. So I'm really appreciative of, of the time that I spent, even though it was tough and I still deal with things every day when it comes to this platform, it comes to business, but I kind of try to stay true to who I am and remember why I'm doing it. And it keeps me going. Wow. Man, that's amazing. That's, amazing. that's a testimony. Yeah. You, you could have given up, you know, you could have just walked away and said, let me go back to this job or let me find something to take care of my family. But sticking with it, is yeah, I, uh, yes, ma'am. I have a son. My son's 13. He's actually looking at me right now. He's about to turn 14 next month. And I always preach to him, if you want something done right, you do it yourself. If you want to be a boss, you have to put yourself in uncomfortable positions and learn how to live in there and find your way and fight your way through it. So who was I to pre preach all of this stuff to him and, and do all of this stuff? And in a moment, his dad had a little bit of obstacles to go just running hide and running quick. Like I, I I can talk to him and he listens to me, but he watches me way more than he hears me talk. So I know right. I had to run and lead by example. And if I led by example, the right things will happen. So I'm glad I did what I did. Yeah, that takes a lot of discipline, man. And knowing yes. that you're, um, you're, you're where you're sitting at right now proves it. That, that, that played a lot into it. Tell us about this class that you're sitting in. Well, actually, I mean, it's, it's a blessing because I'm in my um, my professor's dojo. It's a jujitsu um, full circle martial arts dojo that he just opened up about six months ago. Um, he was a mentor of mine. My, my professor, Dan Carey, I met him when I was 16 years old, actually performing at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He was a singer and I was a singer. And um, I'm 38 now, so it was some time ago. And he was um, 
we were singing and he was like, hey, do you do martial arts? I'm like, I, I never did martial arts, but sure, I'll try it. He's like, all right, well, the first thing we're going to do is going to learn how to fall down. I'm like, huh, I don't know why you would teach me how to fall down. I don't ever plan on falling on the ground. So all right, I'll, I'll learn this if you want me to. And the, ne- the next 45 minutes was led by me flying around on the ground for about 45 minutes, getting toe up. And I was like, you know what? Oh, let me humble myself a little bit and come back when I'm ready because I ain't ready for this right now. So. I became, I became a father and my son, he was really into martial arts. He got into martial arts when he was six. So he was doing his thing. He ended up getting his black belt at eight and he wanted to kind of switch and, and do his thing and get into a little more of a, a deeper style of martial arts. So my, my man, my mentor came back around and was like, hey, let me let me get your little man. Let me, let me teach him a kickbox. Let me get him back into martial arts. I said, all right, I got you. So prior to that, once my son received his black belt, I made him a promise that, okay, son, you get your black belt. I'll put the gi back on and I'll, I'll get back into martial arts. So he went and did that and looked at me like, Pop, what's up? You ready? And I'm like, nope, but I'll keep paying for you to go. Let's do it. So, <laughs> so we sitting there in class one day and my, my OG looks at me. He's like, yeah, you know, I got a gi your size. Why don't we put the gi on? I'm like, nah, I got these boxing gloves. Let's do some boxing. I like the boxing stuff. I'm into things box so he was just pushing again on me pushing again on me I'm like I don't really like taking my socks off in front of people like I'm not doing this bro like not but eventually like I said he kept talking to me and I got into it and it, that was another life-changing experience for me because I realized that the art the martial arts that I'm into jiu-jitsu right now is it it's like my cigarette it's my ultimate stress reliever it's when I'm not doing too good in business it's when I'm having frustrations at home it's when life isn't really giving me what I need I can come in here and kind of just let loose and and give a and just get a a, a release that energy that i'm not typically able to release when i'm sitting in a a corporate situation or a business situation and it it just definitely helps my mental out with uh with everything that i do in life and to be able to do it with a mentor and a friend to have a black owned business that i'm sitting in here right now servicing the community and servicing the people of all shapes all sizes all creeds all colors but as a black man doing it it's so powerful and it's just it's a it's an absolute blessing and like I said, that's why I'm here right now. I knew I had this interview scheduled today at one. And typically my class starts at 12. And then I was like, okay, so I could do it from 12 to 12.50. I can go to the studio and do my thing. But he switched it over because he has a black belt class at 11 that I was here with my son. And now our class is at one. So I was like, uh, professor, do you mind if I do the interview here? He said, no problem. So right after this, I'm throwing my stuff on. I'm going to get rocking too. But this, yeah. is, this, is, this is a safe haven for me. I absolutely love it. It's called uh, Team Conda Full Circle RMNU located in Mays Landing, New Jersey. That's what's up, yeah. man. That's what's up. That's not all you do. You also need the single. You do the dojo. You got the viral hip hop news. You also have a clothing line. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Viral hip hop news is my brand. You know, when I when I first started this, it was it was it had to be more than a YouTube platform. It had to be more. When I looked at the people that were doing it better than us. They all had merchandise lines. They all had different streams of revenue that they had created for themselves. They all have taken their brand and turned it into, or taken a platform, I should say, and turned it into an actual brand. So I was sitting there and I was like, you know, I do the podcast and I'm definitely a team player, but I have this brand sitting in front of me. How can I maximize this brand to not only help myself but to bring more attention to the actual platform and the podcast itself so 
it's like, all right, I got to turn this thing into a full blown, just, just a full blown brand. You know what I mean? I have to have the clothing line. I have to have the website. I have to have the YouTube platform. I have to have a, a different program where I can service. And that's why I started the YouTube mentorship program. I have to take this one, one idea of a YouTube platform and turn it into a global entity so that God forbid, I'm not here to do content. My son can take over and take viral hip hop news to the next level. My daughter could take it to the next level. If I'm training somebody, they could take it to the next level. The viral hip hop news had to be more than Sam and the creator. It had to stand on its own as its own brand to move on past Sam. So that's why I was like, all right, no, anytime you see me on interviews, I'm wearing my clothes. Even if you see the same clothes, I got a variety of the same thing. You're gonna see my clothes, you're gonna see my branding. You're gonna make sure that you see viral hip hop news no matter, if you see me, you see viral. So that was the yeah. goal. That's yes. what's up. That's and that's the way it should be. Yes. That's exactly. You got some nice kicks on there, man. I like them shoes, man. Like <laughs> Thank you, brother. I appreciate you, man. I'm just I'm, I'm amazed at all the things that you do. Of things going on. And that's why I call him I call him Sam and the GOAT. Yeah. Thank you so much. You know what? I do want to say thank you for taking out this time to be with us when you are scheduled for something else that's major to me. That you would even take out time to, you know, just to come and sit in with us. So I do appreciate that. I made this commitment. I made this commitment first and I, I wasn't going it wasn't going to get rescheduled or anything like that. If you guys were cool and accommodate me with throwing these headphones on. And doing it here, and we was gonna we was gonna get it done. I'm out. It, it see, I, I we see we do a lot of great things, and people recognize that. I'm so humble, but I, I sincerely mean this. I don't, I don't even pay attention to it. That's why when you guys ask who we interviewed, it's kind of hard for me to even remember. So I'm so focused on who we got on Monday. I know who we did yesterday, but who we yeah. got on Monday? Who we got on Tuesday? Who we got? You know what I mean? I'm so worked on looking forward that sometimes I don't get an opportunity to sit back and enjoy what we've done. You know, my cousin and I, we rarely take vacations. We take them with family and things like that, but we've never got to sit back and go, hey, man, good job. Job well done, you know? So I'm just so humbled by even you guys wanting to express interest in sitting down and interviewing me. It's, it's a humbling experience. I'm so honored for it. Thank you. You, you have a very interesting and unique story, man. So it's, it's, uh, it, it's worldwide news. Uh, just just to focus on what you have going on, and it's a lot going on. I believe that it's it's capable and needing to be outside of just your platform. Other other platforms should be contacting you and and to find out your story and find out how to do things. Not just to get from you, but just to learn uh, you know who you are, who you are as a, as you found out at a young age that you were smart and it's not by coincidence that you're being the light to the world the way that you right even viral hip-hop news you have to do the research on the person interviewing you still have to know what you're going to ask i learned a whole lot just by watching the way that you self interviews so man kudos to you man keep doing your thing Thank you so much. I, I'm honored. Like I said, I'm humbled by everything that you're saying right now because we didn't go to school for this. We didn't, there wasn't any journalism classes that we took. We kind of just kind of understood when we watch interviews and we see people, one, they don't want to hear a bunch of you talking. 
You, right. you are the you are the point guard, right? And, and, the, and, the, and the objective of a point guard is to make sure they put their their teammates in the best position to win. So if somebody is listening to us do an interview with Joseph Marcel, they don't want to hear Sam and O running their mouth about what they know or the Fresh Prince know. We ask the question, we sit back, and we allow them to answer. Now, sometimes they answer and we agree with it. Sometimes they answer and we don't. But they're telling their truth at the time, and we allow the listener to go ahead and decide for themselves whether they agree with it or not. We're not in there debating with you or anything. It's not our type of brand of show. We're going to ask you questions that people want to hear. You're going to give your answer. And then we move on to the next. We expound off of that question, expound off of that answer. So we just made sure that we allowed ourselves to humble ourselves to know that when people, when we're doing our own thing and people want to hear us, that's different. But when we're in here giving an interview, then we got to fall back and let them do their thing because that's who they're here to listen to. That's right. Yeah. That's right, man. No, so that I've been picking up. He dropped so many jewels in the in the No Egos room. There, there's a lot of wealth of knowledge in that room. So thank God for me to find you guys, man. So it's it's been a blessing. It's it's really rebound the way that I, I've been doing everything on here. So just following suit on how y'all uh, and how you do and conduct business, man. So God bless you, man. Keep up the great work. Man. I appreciate it. Thank you. And I'm not too far removed from that from from that room either. I just actually found a room maybe a couple months prior to meeting everybody um, through, a, through a mutual friend that we had interviewed prior. I wasn't in the clubhouse. I wasn't I, I did not understand the power of the networking behind clubhouse. When I was introduced to it, I just heard a bunch of drama, a bunch of yelling and a bunch of screaming. I said, eh, saying, well, I'm not I'm not for this. I can't get on here. I can't even see your face. First off, all we just hear is your voice. I'm not fighting with a bunch of million voices trying to articulate my thought. I'm cool. I could do it another way. But people suggested, hey, there's a couple rooms in there that are great for what you're trying to do. You want to network. You want to expand your portfolio. You want to meet new people. This is a room to do it. So I said, all right, I gave it a chance. And for the first couple of weeks, I didn't say a word. Like, I, I just didn't say anything. I didn't tell people who I was. I didn't tell people what I did. I think none of that mattered. I just kind of wanted to sit back and, and play my position, learn. And then when it was the right time for me to come to speak, I wanted to make sure I had some substance to come with what I was saying. So. It's all a learning experience, and I, I get to meet great people in there every day. And like you just said, Pastor, I'm learning every day, just like you are in there, every particularly. Every day, man. Wow. It's, it's a learning experience. I got I got pages of notes that I, I sit down, and I just I'm writing notes while, while y'all dropping jewels. Never too old to learn. Podcasts and all this stuff is is real new. So I like to sit back and watch, man, and then learn learn the 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 life that's dropped every day too. Uh, it's so many. It's, there's a lot. It's, it's, yeah. uh, man. And just to get back to uh, to get back to you, you dropped so much in there, especially during the whole. Uh, Will and, and uh, Chris Rock thing. I remember you uh, uh, giving your piece and your take on it uh, with the alopecia and all that stuff. Can you, can you just go into that a little bit more? How you felt about all that? Yes, sir. And um, I felt I had a strong opinion about it. Not so much the slap itself, but the reasoning, because I was diagnosed with alopecia when I was six years old. So this is something that I've lived with my entire life. If you notice, like I have no hair follicles, 
my eyebrows, these are microbladed because I'm like, you know what? People got eyebrows, darn it. I want some eyebrows, but these aren't even real. And then, you know, I got no facial hair. So I've been diagnosed. Like I said, I got diagnosed with alopecia when I was six. And at the time when I was diagnosed, it wasn't a lot of information out on it. Not, people didn't know anything about it. I used to spend a lot of time in children's hospitals. Um, I would get injections in my head trying to stimulate hair growth. I would get different ointment treatments and, and trying to stimulate hair growth. Um, I often say that when you have alopecia, the people closer to you have it too. My mother, who was a barber, and she was the one that first identified me as having alopecia. She would be the one to pick up my head when I was down or, or dry the tears when I was crying, when I didn't understand what was going on and why I was different. Um, but it was a blessing. It was a blessing because it taught me and it gave me the blueprint of everything that I'm about to do right now. Like I told you guys earlier, my grand, my mother and my, my aunts and my grandma used to tell me I was marked. And I joked around saying, all I want to do is get past fifth grade because there was a lot going on. Like, I didn't want to hear that I was marked when I'm dealing with all of these issues as a child that I don't even know how to deal with or, or juggle. I just wanted to be normal, not realizing that God never had intent for me to be normal. It was never my calling to be normal. And when I seen, when I seen Will Slap, Chris, and then I seen the whole the whole premise behind it. It kind of it kind of upset me because I didn't want Jada, and I, I don't know the, I don't know the woman personally. This is just strictly based off of what I'm saying, so it's no personal issues, but it's just my opinion. I didn't want her weaponizing something that had power to it. I didn't want her to victimize something that had power to it. There were children out here that weren't built like me that are dealing with things that need to know it will be okay not to go run and hide when people say some things that you may not like or, or 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 play a victim when things don't always go your way because golly if you get older and something doesn't go your way what are you going to go run and hide what are you going to tuck away what are you going to god forbid take your life like this this these aren't options that we should have we all have hurdles and we all have obstacles that we deal with in our own various way and this alopecia things happen to be something that i can relate to and know and understand that you can be called the worst things in the world, but you can still get up and have another day to keep grinding. And don't allow this to be a, a, a crutch or a hindrance to your life. And that was basically my biggest takeaway from it that we seen uh, 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 something that we never seen before and Will Smith slapping Chris Rock and whether or not you believed it was real or fake or not, that's beside the point. What I was trying to get at is the why and the whole conversation about alopecia that I'm glad was kind of brought to the forefront, but I kind of wanted to put some clarity to because I don't know if 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 Miss Pinkett has alopecia or not. It looks like she shaved it down if you ask me. And whether she has it or not is beside the point. My thing is if we're gonna learn about alopecia, let's learn from people who have really dealt with it and who have grown from it and who have have been able to to find their their place and find their 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 voice and to be able to find who they are while dealing with this you know i deal with it to this day and my biggest fear was to have my children have to deal with it and luckily neither one of them do they got a full head of hair my son is hairy as can be and i'm, I'm so blessed to do that that i'm i'm the one that had to deal with it but god forbid that they did i was ready to deal with it because i have the experience and now that i do have the experience that there's a young man or a young lady out here dealing with it I know that I could be the voice to help them. So I just took that opportunity as an opportunity. I took that that unfortunate event as an opportunity to kind of give people schooling on what alopecia is and finally kind of fall into that because I know that me having alopecia all of this time that I just can't have it. I got to be able to help people to have it as well. And that's my intent. That's, that's what I'm going to do. Wow. You have so much purpose. You know that. I, I fight it. I fight it at times, but yeah, I, I, 
I hear it every day. <laughs> yes, you have a great purpose, great calling on your life. Yeah, and, and I believe that I believe that you're walking, you're walking in it. In it, yeah, he's you're, walking in. You're walking in it with, yeah. with your head held high. Yeah, and so I, I commend you, man. Just keep doing what you're doing. Keep yeah. doing what you're doing. Uh, dust yourself off when it when it comes up against you, and, and keep on being that inspiration that you need. You're being an inspiration to the world, not yeah. just to your community or or at the dojo where you're at. You're being an inspiration to the world because in your brain, it's speaking for itself. It's speaking for itself. So, man, God bless you. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Haven't met you per, uh, in person, but I feel like I've been knowing you all my life, man. I love you like you love me. Likewise, I, I appreciate y'all sincerely, and I feel the exact same way. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, y'all got me on y'all platform. Being able to share my feelings, it's only right that I have y'all on mine. So we're gonna schedule something to where I can do this in reverse, and I can ask y'all some questions and have y'all on viral hip hop news, man. We're gonna we're gonna set that up soon. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just want to say I'm so excited to have you with us today, and I pray that everything you put your hands to, that God magnifies. Thank you. Thank and you. you. I'm working. Yes, ma'am. I work every day trying to walk in that faith and, and not just saying it, but just absolutely walking in it as well and dealing with the hurdles as they come. But continue to, like you said, Pastor, keep my head held high and keep working. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, tell us uh, if anybody wants to reach you, how can they reach you uh, to, to get the uh, for the YouTube channel? Uh, the closing line, just go ahead and scream out loud and know how to get in touch with you. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. Well, the easiest way to kind of find the one-stop shopper where everything is is going to my YouTube, not my YouTube, excuse me, going to my Instagram. Um, on the bio of my Instagram, I have a link, link tree underneath there. You click that link tree, you'll have um, an opportunity to click for a free consultation on me checking out your YouTube and seeing what's good and what can be worked on. It's taking it from there, as well as my website, as well as my YouTube page itself. And my clothing line. So if you go into my Instagram, viral, V-I-R-A-L underscore hip hop news, you'll see the logo. Go ahead and follow. And then, like I said, in the bio, you'll see the link tree and all of my information will be provided there. The website, the clothing line, the mentorship program, as well as my YouTube. Yeah, I like I like that the, the brand, the, the SK. What what does it stand for, SK? SK? Was, wasn't it a SK or something at the bottom of the screen? Ah, yes, it was Skio Clothing. Uh, show okay. kindness and elevate each other. That was a brother by um, my man Reese by the name. Uh, his name is Reese. He comes out the DMV. He did a marketing program with me. Now I do um, I do like affiliate marketing as well, where you can um, pay to have your brand put on all my videos, pay to market your stuff, and things like that. That's another various um, revenue stream that I use. But I also make sure that people that um, invest in me, share the right message because that message is being distributed over millions and millions of times. And I want to make sure that if I'm distributing something that I'm not just getting paid for it, that I'm servicing the people while doing it. So this brother Reese had a great idea to where he just, he didn't want to do the typical just fashion wear, look at me, I'm blinging over you. He wanted to give a brand where he showed kindness and elevated each other and do guys some fly stuff so i say yeah man i would love to partner up and work with you and do do my thing and yeah man and uh, well, if you buy some let them know viral hip-hop news since you because that's my man right absolutely. there but yeah absolutely I, and i believe it was the shoes that that that, 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 that this sk on the two so yeah yeah 
I like them, man. I want to watch them when I when I uh, get on in the pulpit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they 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 comfortable enough. You could do that. I had a pair of orange ones that my before my dog destroyed them. I was I was really rocking them joints, but uh, they comfortable too, man. He's doing his thing over there. Shout out to Reese. Absolutely, absolutely, and I definitely got to get me a, a viral hat like that. I love oh, yeah. Michael Ballcats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give me some of them, man. We definitely appreciate you for following through, man. I know you got to get to your your class and do your thing, man. So we don't want to hold you too long. We thank you. We yes. thank you, thank you, thank you for coming through. Any last words that you want to leave us with some some positivity or or, or some words of encouragement for any any upcoming YouTube YouTubers? Absolutely. First off, first and foremost, I want to thank you, Pastor JT and Miss Lady Fenny. What's your name? I'm sorry, uh, Fenita. Fenita, I apologize, Miss Fenita, yeah. for 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 giving me the time to sit back and articulate my thoughts, articulate my feelings, and just allowing me to share my brand with your wonderful people and audience. Thank you so much. I'm truly honored. I can't wait to have you guys on my platform as well, so that we can get your story out to the masses as well. And my, I, you know, I heard something yesterday that really resonated with me. They said, if you believe them when they say they love you, you believe them when they say you suck. Just believe in yourself. No matter what anybody in in this game in particular, I'm not talking about family, friends. You can even you can pertain it to that. But in this game, when you gain success, you'll get such a big head in hearing "I love you, I love you, I love you," and you don't believe it yourself. That when somebody goes against the grain and says "I don't like that," then you also believe that. Don't let people dictate who you are and how you walk, whether that's good or bad. You got to find that power and that belief system within yourself, so that when the sun is shining, you still believe it. When it's raining and it's dark, you still believe it. And you're going to need them in this game because it's going to be light days. It's going to be dark days. But if you keep the noise out and you just continue to believe in yourself, stay steadfast in your faith, then you'll go a long way. And I appreciate y'all. Uh, yeah. That's good, man. That's good. That's very good. Yeah. I'm, I, he blessed me. He's been preaching the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Definitely, man. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Well, anytime, man, let us know when you want to come back through. Yeah. This is your, your second, third, well, third or fourth home. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'll, be, I'll be getting on my wife's nerves. Out. She goes, what are you doing now, Sam? What you, uh, look, I'm doing this. What are you doing now? Like, just trust me. I got you. Don't worry. I got you. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. And um, it's, it's definitely been an honor. Reach out to me anytime. You have my personal information now. So any questions that you have, anything that you want to share, I'm genuinely, I mean this, I'm here to help. So I appreciate y'all and I can't wait to come back on. I can't wait to have you guys on. Thank Amen. you. Amen. Appreciate you, brother. Have a blessed day. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. I'm honored and you guys take care. Take care. Thank All you. Right. All right. Definitely, oh, definitely. Awesome. Dope, yes. Dope interview, man. Amazing. Definitely dope interview with Sam Ant, man, I uh, appreciate him falling through. He dropped a lot of nuggets. He did. He a lot of a lot jewels. I'm going to tell you, and, and it's like all the guys that you have connected with um, from your group, from the group there, they are so humble. I mean, like, we know a lot of people that have not been anywhere, don't have any anything you know what i'm saying and they're full of pride but you got all of these guys who are doing things who have going have been somewhere in life going somewhere doing big things and they're so humble 
it's a, it's about getting out of your 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 reach, your 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 network. Um, Prophet's not received in his own home, yeah. so you have to make yourself available to get outside of your normal. Get outside of your normal. That way, other people can can identify with you. I mean, so you notice that they're getting out of their normal. Yeah. So it's just not us that's dealing with with the the type of surroundings that we have. Yeah. It's others that are getting out as well, and mm-hmm. and we're just connecting and noticing the greatness in each other. So it's iron sharpening iron. This thing is that that we can offer each other is not just a take room. It's something that we yeah, offer yeah. to the room, and and then we, by collaboration we make each other better and each yeah. other greater. So yeah. I love being a part of. I love That's so being a awesome. part of. If I wasn't so, I mean, and I don't even know why I'm shy. Like he said, you can't see the faces. All you can hear is the voice. But I'm, I'm. People don't notice about me, but I am really shy. I know that people don't believe it. Babe, no, come on, you gotta tell the truth. Tell the truth. Yeah, I'm really shy. shy. (laughs) I'm really shy. And people don't know that about me. I know that, you know, looking at me in church service and all of that, and people think that I'm not, but I really am. I'd be so nervous, but I'm just, I'm too nervous to get on there. You know, I don't know. Hmm. Well, that's our time. We thank y'all for tuning in. Another awesome. Another awesome interview. We look forward to seeing you back here on the Preacher's Corner. We don't even know who we got next. Whoever God sends our way, we are looking forward to sitting down and chopping it up with them right here on the Preacher's Corner. I'm Pastor JT, and this is, and we are out of here. God bless you. Thanks so much for joining us for The Preacher's Corner with your hosts, Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. For more information, you can log on to our website at thepreacherscorner.net, Facebook at The Preacher's Corner, and IG The.Preacher's Corner. This is an in-house production. We'll see you next time.